What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, how are you doing, Ryan? Welcome back to the show, dude. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me again. Absolutely. We've gone from Norman. Now we've got Bruce. And I got to tell you what, I have had the greatest time starting this book over and over again because I love the interactive play that you've got going on here. Oh, well, I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, I know one of the things when you're making a book um, to keep in mind as a parent myself is, you know, I have to read books over and over and over again if they strike a chord with my kids. So um, making one that hopefully kids and parents like to read, um, you know, over and over is, a, is that's sort of my goal. One, one of the things that makes this book so fascinating is, is your transparency right in the very beginning of the book where it talks about what is interacting. And, I mean, you explain it right there, and, and, and each character is going, oh, really? I have no idea. And I can just hear their voices, and we get to create our own cartoon voices for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the fun parts of making an interactive book like this um, is, you know, one as the if you're reading it out loud, you have to you know use different voices for the mice and for Bruce, and two, um, you get to involve the reader even more than that. I mean, it's their job to make the book happen. So um, that was a fun challenge for me to figure out engaging in different ways to get to get the kids and parents, just readers in general. Um, uh, how, to, how to get them to take part in the book, like what to do to the book to make it go along. Yeah. Now, in radio, we envision the listener being there. We, we I mean, each each sentence, each each expression, we always picture that, and, and that's part of the timing as well. It has to be the same thing with you with this book, because when you're sitting there and, and, you, and the character says, I can't spell distractive, as a parent, I would say, okay, we're going to stop right now. How do you think distractive is spelled? You see what I mean? It really gets inside the human yeah. imagination. Yeah, I, I mean, that was another different thing about this book. Um, usually, when I make a book, I don't think about my audience that much. I mean, it, it's certainly important that it is um, that, that after I, you know, when I'm done with it, I'll think back and think about what works for the audience and what doesn't. But for me, usually when I'm making a book, it's all about what works for me, what's yeah. funny for me. You know, my job is just to have fun in my studio. And since I'm mostly just a grown-up kid, uh, <laughs> my sense of humor is very in line with kids. So whatever I think is funny is usually usually funny for kids. This book was different in that I really had to think about the audience and what they were experiencing while they're reading it because I had to almost make them collaborators with me. They are helping me create the book in making it move along and doing the different things like you know, pressing a certain spot in the book yep, or yep, yep. scratching Bruce's tummy or shaking the book up and down. And so that was that was a, a fun um, and different challenge. Or Bruce falls out of the tree and very, very nonchalantly 
the reader did it. I mean, you're going, oh, my God, I, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, right away. I wanted to throw the reader under the bus right away. <laughs> <laughs> but see, and it, 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 it's a book of laughter, but it's also a book that, that teaches lessons, too, and it makes you aware of all the other things around us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do think, you know, as a creator of books, it, it's sort of, it, you know, it's my job to entertain kids, but also try to teach them something. Not too much. I don't want the book to be about teaching them stuff. Right. But if they learn some things accidentally, then, you know, that's great. How did you come up with the idea of tilting the book to the side? I mean, I mean, th- th- you, you must be a child when you step into that studio, because what would a child do in this moment? Yeah, I mean, so I've got, um, I have a three-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a ten-year-old, and I've, I I get to witness all the things that they do to books. Um, some of them, <laughs> you know, particularly with a three-year-old, some of them aren't, aren't that great for the longevity of the book. So, but, you know, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch them interact with the books and think about different things that they enjoy doing to a book. And so things like turning them on, the, on, the, on its side, um, that was a, to me, I wanted to put that in the book, but I didn't know what it was going to do. And there was a joke that worked pretty well in there. Um, with you know, if you turn the book on its side, what happens to the characters in the book? I mean, it, <laughs> they have to. Gravity takes into effect at some point. It does. You're the illustrator too, so that's that's got to be a very important part of this puzzle as well. Because I mean, if you're, I mean, what comes first, the chicken or the egg here, the words or the pictures? Yeah, I, I mean, I think. The answer is very similar to the chicken and the egg. You know, what comes first? You know, they, they kind of, they both do. Uh, to me, um, it, they, they're, they're very hand-in-hand. Hand. It's, it's the unit as a whole. The story, to me, is the words and the pictures together. So they come to me together. Usually they actually play out in my head like an animated short. So oh. I, it's almost like I have my own personal viewing screen in the back of my head where I've watched these videos almost of, of my of basically of new stories and my job is just to write them down so usually the i write the words down first even though i think of it visually um my my usual my manuscripts and my my first drafts are always filled with art notes so it's kind of like this is a narration and here's a bunch of words to describe what the picture is going to look like wow. and then after that i'll start doing the drawing one of the connections that i have with this book is the fact that once again you, you identify who the reader is and and in my daily writing i everything is dear future reader it's it's like you're you're, you're speaking to somebody i mean you go from uh you know telling the reader that we're not going to have falling couches anymore right into creating music on the piano it's like wow now that was a transition that was a, that's my favorite part of the book, um, where there's, you know, a couch falls and then, you know, something happens at the piano. Um, the following joke after that was actually, I stole that from my 10-year-old son. There's a bus involved. Yes. And, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So then basically you're a people watcher. I mean, you really do study what, what people do and what their habits are and stuff like that or, or what they're discovering and how they bring it into their lives. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think a lot of my inspiration that I get is very subconscious. So when I'm watching people or interacting with somebody, I'm not actively thinking, uh, oh, this is, this is great fodder for a picture book. Um, I just absorb it, and then later on um, I, I'll have something that I'm writing down, and I can connect the dots afterwards. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not actively thinking about that while it's all going on. My brain works best when I'm not thinking about what my brain is thinking. Are you going to market Bruce, make him into a stuffed animal so that, you know, kids can say, oh, my God, I've got my own little Bruce? Well, yes, actually, um, 
I, the, we just made a stuffed animal. We teamed up with a company called Merry Makers, and um, I think the idea is they're supposed to be um, available in bookstores oh, and other man. stores um, by Thanksgiving or Christmas, I believe. That, that's the hope. Um, but, yeah, that was a fun process going through and helping design a stuffed animal brute. Wow. Man, you, you got to come back to the show anytime in the future. I love where your imagination is, and I love where you're taking imaginations with your creative skills, sir. Thank you very much. I'd love to. I always enjoy coming on here, Al. Excellent. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? <laughs> you too. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.